0: what's going on y'all this is Mike Brown and I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to the art of letting go this is your first time listening welcome to the show if you've been listening thank you so much shout out to the international listeners if y'all enjoy the show please like subscribe comment share it let people know what you think about this show even if you don't like it let me know Cause I want to make it the best for you, for me, for all of us. Thank y'all for listening. It's the Art of Letting Go. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is the Art of Letting Go. Mm. Today, I have a special guest in the building. Um, you invited me to be on your show, and I wanted to have you on mine. Do you mind introducing yourself
1: to the people? Yeah. Um... My name is Derek. I'm the host of um, the Behind the Wheel podcast, um, a show that's uh, dedicated to amplifying the accomplishments of just ordinary people who do extraordinary things within their community. And so, yeah, you're one of those individuals, which is why I had you on the show.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And uh,
1: no doubt, how did you get started podcasting? It, it's I um, it was like on a whim, man. I was, uh, I started as a runner, right? And so, you know, found a running community and it just became like a very supportive group and you, you meet different people. I was like, yo, I think this person is interesting. I'd like to find out more about them and just kind of share their story with um, what I found interesting about them with the rest of the uh, running community for those who may not have known or been familiar with their story. And so I would just call up somebody and say, hey, listen, you got your phone? He's like, yeah, you have a, another device. I said, yeah, okay. Then um, put that device in front of you, and let's just have a call, you know, and 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 we'll talk and just look into the camera as if we was is pre zoom. And that was the interview, and then they would send me the video, and um, I would take that uh, the two clips and sync them together, and it would be as if like a picture in a picture. Yeah. That's how we um that's how we did the first couple of episodes, and um, I wasn't even uploading them. I was just. Happy to just have a conversation with somebody else and to be able to hear their story and be able to share it with um with the audience. That's what's up. How, how long have you been doing it? This is um wow since uh, 2016.
0: Okay, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, started like the end of two thousand seventeen, and mm-hmm. I just have seen a lot of transitions in like just my podcast and recording stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what has been like your biggest challenge in everything
1: that you're doing um oh, at, at first it was just like you start balancing out the the two because you wind up wearing like different hats um one minute you you're you're an administrative assistant trying to get somebody to, to come on the show you know you're so like you're booking guests to come on the show and then you've got to you know then take that hat off and Actually, conduct the interview, you know, and then you have to do the research before you actually conduct the interview. So, you got to research a hat that you're wearing, you know, um, just juggling all the different uh, facets of just getting the show out. Yeah. So, after you did the show, now you got to edit it, you know, and now you got to find a hosting site, get it out there, promote it, and you're just one individual early on. So if it's not something that, that you enjoy doing initially, you might get discouraged. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you're jumping in, I just want to make some money because at first you, 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 you may not be making any money. You don't have an audience yet, unless you have an audience baked in, you're just talking to somebody in hopes that, okay, you know, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. So just, just, just getting it, balancing it out. You know, once you got a routine, then you're good to go.
0: How important do you think it is to have a team in working in a, on a podcast? And I, I think, I think, hmm? I, I think in the beginning, I think you can start it by yourself. But once yeah. you're growing and trying to grow it, how important do you think it is to have like other people to work with you?
1: It, it's it's critical for um, I think for your growth and your your peace of mind um, because you're going to get to a point where you, if you're ambitious. And you just want to, you know, you want to continue to improve whatever it is you're doing, you you're gonna realize, okay, um, yeah, go on, I really maybe I might be lacking in the research part of it. I should have been able to spend some more time getting some research done. I wish I had somebody else that could just do the research, you know. And so now you know nice. you Oh man, you, you're gonna need a researcher. I wanna grow, but I need sponsors. So you need somebody dedicated to getting out there and, and getting after those sponsors and telling them what the show is about and then promoting it. And then coming up with different ideas for, for your show. If you're just one individual doing it, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you're the you're the art. You're the artist, right? So you, you don't need somebody marketing, managing, promoting, um, getting merch. It becomes there's so many different things that you can do. That you would you 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 would just limit your um your cap your cap your potential because it's, it's only you can't scale one person or one person operation yeah you know? so yeah
0: <laughs> what's been keeping you doing it for so long like what's keeping you inspired to keep podcasting
1: it is um I think it's it, it is I genuinely am concerned about people. You know I like talking to people and so like my I came from a field where initially i was um I was in a social work field and had gotten to a point where I had a a a a uh um, a a director at the time tell me, oh you got a welfare mentality he was over the phone, and so now I'm in Brooklyn. I was running a dropout prevention program in East New York, and so I got off the phone. You know, Pennsylvania Avenue Thomas Jefferson High School, and drove to his office. And was like, "What do you mean I got a welfare mentality?" You know, um, because the first year that we started with the program, we had a um, we had a summer program. The second year, he waited right until the end, like in the summer. summers. Like, oh, by the way, uh, we won't be having a um, a summer program this year. You know, my kids were smaller at the time. I'm like, well, wait a second. I mean, now. You telling us now? Like, so why are we meeting? Why are we having a meeting? Because I got to go. I got to start thinking about employment. What am I going to do for the summer, you know? And so then the following year, I I, I, I put together a program and we got funding and got him a job because he was the director and, you know, I'm I'm the senior case manager at the time or whatever. And so for him to say that I had a welfare mentality, just kind of like, I just... It's like, yo, this. I had to go and confront him. They had offered me this man's job. Wow. And but I was like, yo, you know, he was going through some changes or whatever, you know, different lifetime, uh, you know, timing of his life or whatever. I'm not, I don't judge anybody, you know, but I didn't want to take the position under those circumstances because I didn't think it would be right. You know, give him a chance to come back, whatever he needs to do, but don't offer me his job while he's, you know, MIA. You know, I, I guess they have to continue doing whatever they're doing. So I had gotten to a point, but that just wasn't, it wasn't for me. And I left. I, a, I had taken a break and got into retail management and then spending time and, and you know, going through and, and just kind of talking with different people. And, and you know, you, I was working at Kinko's. It wasn't just like a leap to retail management. I was making copies overnight. <laughs> you know what I mean so I started making copies of it but I like people so they had a training position open and I was like yo I'm gonna apply for this job you know and I had gotten a job so just talking and and, and seeing people develop and 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 believing in them and having seeing them reach their fullest potential that gave me joy and so you know you you, you continue to grow and develop or whatever and and I, that's what I want I, I I get I get a kick out of out of seeing people develop. I get a kick out of saying, you know, seeing someone aspiring to do something and they say, you know what? I think, I think I could, you know, thank you for the opportunity or or thank you for believing in me, you know, taking the time to, to, uh, to spend with me and encourage me to go down this path or whatever. Um, Yeah. So that's what kind of kept me in the mix, man. And saying, yeah, you know, I think, I think I could do this, this, this podcasting thing, man, because, i like I like talking and, and and hearing someone's story, you know yeah
0: what advice would you give to somebody that's just starting out with podcasting or like been doing it for a little while and still trying to navigate it and figure it out
1: there's I've I, I said don't 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 get discouraged you know think think beyond like what you where you are currently you know, think about, you know, your, your question about a team, who, who can I find? What, what would my ideal team look like? You know, and who, who, who would I need on the team? I would suggest if you listen to, I was listening to one of the, um, uh, work at, we work at night. Uh, it's a, a, we work is, you know, the, the, the company we work. Right. And so Gimlet is, uh, is a, uh, one of the podcasting um, entities that, that uh, Spotify just purchased Alex Bloomberg, who used to be with um, who used to, you know, he, he he was the producer of this American, not, not this American life planet money. He might, I think he did some work on this American life and then he started Gimlet. So they partnered with um, we work at night and they, they have, they have a, um, they have a show after the end of the show, you listen to who you know the show is to the they had like three producers, right? You listen to the names that ran. off. they have an executive producer, they have a researcher, they have somebody that's doing the music. So that's six people for just that one show, right? right? And so now you think about okay, there's got to be somebody that's and the show is sponsored by someone, so they have they have um, I didn't even mention the editor. So there's an editor for, for the show, um, there's somebody that's doing the research, a fact checker. They have a list of people. So if you got an idea of like, OK, let me see what's out there. And then you might have a different spin that you want to put on your your, your show. Right. That's just that's just them sitting down there and they're, they're interviewing um, a CEO or, or an entrepreneur at night. So what's keeping them up at night? Just dream. You know, it's not going to cost you anything to dream. Because if you don't dream it, then the possibilities of it happening, you know, the chances of it happening is not. Is not you, you're just you're gonna hit a law, you're gonna be you're gonna get frustrated. Oh man, what's going on? What what do I you gotta dream it, you gotta think about it in advance before it becomes um before it becomes a manifested reality.
0: That's real, man. Um I wanted to transition. Into why I brought you on the show. Mm-hmm. Because you sent me an article mm-hmm. that stood out to me because it was about coming out. And mm-hmm. you know, I've had my own journey of coming out through sexuality, but yours was coming out with something different, and that being being bipolar. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know very many men. Or like very many black people in general that are open about that. So one, I commend you for that. But also, mm-hmm. I wanted to know, like, what led, like, how did how did you even come to to that? I mean, I, I know it's in the article, but I wanted to share with the listeners, like, just because we we talk about a lot of things, but we've never really talked about mental health in in this way. So I guess, mm-hmm. like, just how did you? like what made you even check to see like what was going on?
1: Well, I have, um, I, I knew I was, um, bipolar for some time. Um, but you know, it, it, it may be a nice line to throw in a rap, So, you know, bipolar flow, you know, it's hot, cold wordplay. It sounds nice, yeah. but then dealing with the, the, the reality of it every day. Um, and it's not something that I would that I was talking about while I was in retail management because, oh, he's acting like that because he's crazy. You know, that's that's what people would typically throw out. they not understanding um, what bipolar is all about or, or any mental illness for that matter. So they just kind of lump you all together. So when I think about women who. You know, they might be going through a cycle. Their cycle, and then somebody says, "Oh, she's on her period. That's why she's acting this way." You know, it just becomes like it's it's insensitive. It's, it's it's insensitive, and it just shows how ignorant people um, can be. And so, I would I would it, I would advocate for for people. Yeah. Um,
0: what What does it? What is? Like bipolar, exactly. Like, what what does it even mean?
1: I mean, you have like two. You have like different. You have varying degrees. You know, you have some people. When it's like really manic highs. Um, you can be very creative. Um, at one point, you know, you have different artists, and then you have where you know you're not on your. If somebody's not on their meds. When they offer all that, they, they have the extreme where they can get really low. You know, yeah. and they can get depressed, or you get sporadic and. You know, you might, you might be going through a, a manic episode where now you, you, you had something that triggered the event, whether it was, you know, they call them stressors, you know, you, you, um you feel like you can do, you can conquer the world. and So you, you're staying up, you've got this burst of energy, you're creative and, and people, it's not that somebody's, you know, um, crazy. But then you might wind up taking on a whole lot, and then you, when the dust settles, now this pressure and burden starts to weigh you down, and it's like, how am I going to get out from underneath this? And you might feel, you might start feeling like, oh man, I can't, I can't cope, I can't deal with it anymore, you know. And you just, you, you, you have a break, you know. Some people, you have, um, you, you, you have famous artists, you know. Even in in recent history, you know, you think about uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, Anthony Bardin, you know, Kate Spade, they're they're people who have accomplished, you know, and but struggling, battling with these, you know, just how am I gonna, what is going on? You have artists who, whether it's through, you know, drug addiction or or a mental illness, you know, it, it is, it's, it's real, you know, and because people, we don't, we don't talk about it or you get a, if, if I'm, if I'm looking in the media, right. And I'm seeing how they respond into, to Kanye. I'm like, okay, I'm not even at his level. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going to deal with this by myself. You know, I'm not going to talk about it.
0: Right. Um,
1: And so I just was feeling like, you know, I, I I was preparing to do an interview with um a sister who is, um, she's pretty active in the running community, you know, like in 2016, um, she, she led a group of, of women, four women. They ran from Harlem to DC, you know, she raised a ton of money for a great cause. And then she's just been speaking out, you know, and then to hear that, you know, she was dealing with, um, she was having her own battles with, with depression. Yeah. And so, you know, you think about the courage that it takes for someone to, um, to speak out about something that they believe in, you know, you you know, you said you commend me. I, I wasn't, um, I don't know. Everybody does things at their own pace, man. But I'm like in awe of people who walk and live in their truth every day. You know, meanwhile, you know, just the majority of my life was just like, yo, I'm not going to talk about it. You know, I'm just going to um, I'm just going to power through, you know, because that's what what am I going to do? I'm going to talk to who am I going to talk to about it? Like, yeah, you know, and so it's like a secret. So you, I felt like it was, you know, in the closet. It just so happened, you know, I, I changed the title of it because um, as I was thinking about it, it was around, around my birthday Um. And so I'm, I'm thinking about the day and I'm thinking about the title. I'm thinking about how people feel, you know, and you start, you make connections, um, which is a good thing, you know, because it's, I don't know if I would make those, make these connections um, with things that, that that I probably wouldn't normally, you know, see, see a connection with, you know? And so that's just how my mind works. Um, I'm not special. You know that you know. I have times when I I know that um okay, it's getting um, it's getting hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could tell when it, when okay. So I need to I need to dial it back, um, and just uh, you know, just just take a different approach. There um, there are things that you could do. You know, exercise helps. And so when I, when I, when I found running later on in life, like I started running in, um, 20, 2010, my Mm -hmm. sister, you know, struggled with her weight for, for a number of years. She was like, for like two years, she was like, um, actually 2012. So she started talking to me about running like 2010. Yo, you should, you should, you should try this thing. I'm like, all right. Okay. 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 I played sports, but when I got married, I was just, I was just working. You know, I had played, I played ball um, early on in the wedding, in marriage. And then it was just like, you know, I was living in Long Island and commuting back and forth to Brooklyn. That's where my friends were at. And I was like, ah, I, you know, just became, oh, you're not spending time. It's like, ah, right, you keep the peace. And then I wasn't doing anything, but you need, you need that release. You know, you need that balance. And so when I started, you know, you know, people talk about work life balance, you need you need that balance. It's, you need something. You know, entrepreneurs will talk about it. Designers, you know, fashion creators. You need that sort of. You need something to, as a release, the exercise, the movement. You know, people talk about meditation or yoga. You need that physical. Otherwise, what what am I doing? Right. You know, so so now you you don't have any place to release this 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 you become like a um it's, it's a it's pressure you know and as a car you know engine they have that that little um exhaust there the, the valve at the top of the radiator so if it gets really starts to ball over you know it and then the car overheats you're gonna overheat you know and if you keep going you wind up blowing the engine you right. know so you have these these things in okay so it's getting hot you need to you need to dial it down you need to you know take a moment and 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 self-care there's yeah. nothing wrong with rest you know people tell oh I could just I just get up and I just go you know at the time I was working two full-time jobs right and going to school in between like the night job I could get a little sleep after I write my papers I was working at a group home after I'm writing my papers, then I could go to sleep you know wake up in my you know in the morning get them dressed and ready to start their day but that that that's a lot yeah you know that's a lot it's nothing wrong and you would you you your guys we, we we just like we we take pride in 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 dumb stuff you know and it's nothing wrong with saying you know you I'm 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 working like yeah okay Two jobs and going to school. At some point, I said that's that's a prescription for for a problem. You can't maintain that and be effective. Something somewhere along the line is going is going to have to give. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you um, I realized that when I um when he said, you know, you got a welfare mentality. That was like a trigger for me. It's like because now it kind of like. It pulled me like, what? Now, you know, we're in a, you know, you, you, I'm doing, I'm you know, in a social work environment. I'm trying to keep kids, you know, from, from dropping out of high school. It's my director. And so, but that triggered me. That was a trigger because now you're questioning, you, you start thinking, I wasn't thinking all this at the time and reflecting about it now it's like you start thinking, yo, you questioning my, my work ethic, my character—you know—I I got something to prove to. you. Like you, you really don't have anything to prove to anyone, you right. know. So going through and getting, but I I I just I had gotten to a point where it was, it was enough, and I needed I need I I came after leaving from his office, I traveled down to um to Maryland, and that's when I had like a um a, a break, you know, and it was just like. This is this is it, you know. You're just acting bizarre, you know, not knowing what's going on and just rebelling and not because you don't you don't know at first. Like you 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 go through your entire life. Um like by this point, my, my parents were in Barbados. And so now, you know, got a house, you know, young family married, and you start your ego and your pride get to talking and you start to feeling I guess they at one point you start to smell your ass or whatever they used to say. I don't know what it is. But um you start to feel as though, yo, I'm I'm doing all right. You know, like what's what do you mean what's wrong? You start, you know, you not knowing, oh, there's a mental, yo, there's something wrong. And so, you know, the cops call the cops. Cops come, I go to the hospital. Um, and then they say, Oh, yo, he he's he's bipolar. So now I don't know anything about it so now what i do is anytime i don't know anything about something i go get a book i start doing research oh oh okay okay all right so now i start okay i, I got a name for it that helps <laughs> otherwise you start feeling like what is what's wrong with like not that something is wrong with you, you just know oh okay you're different yeah you know and that that's that's when it was like oh okay wow this made this started to make some some sort of sense. But even even in in hearing it from a doctor and being hospitalized because somebody called the cops, I'm thinking, oh man, somebody's against you. You know, so that's just how it, 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 it has an impact on you. So you think about Martin Lawrence, or you think about, you know, where, where somebody at one point they find him out and it's some erratic behavior, whether it's drug related or whatever. And then you wind up having to go to the hospital. It ha- it can happen and it, be in- it can affect anyone. It can affect anyone. And just recently, you know, you think about Philadelphia. Yeah. And Philly. You know, gentleman was obviously he was going he was having a mental break. You know, a manic episode. He's out there. He, they call the cops. They call the ambulance first, right? The ambulance show up with the cops, and um, oh, you see what the result was right, yeah, you know, so it is um it's my hope that 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 people will will kind of think about it um and 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 just yo maybe i should maybe I should go and see someone, you yeah. Know? Maybe I should just go and see someone and find out, you know, oh, this, this starts to make sense. And then what do I need to do? You know, um, there are times like just, just your diet, eating habits, you know, exercise, that stuff makes a difference, man. You know, I had someone call me, um, and, 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 and thank me, you know, when I posted it, you know, they, they was like, Oh, you know, thanks for for posting it or whatever. And then they hit me up and was like, Oh, need to talk. All right. you know, No problem. Give me a call. You know, I called her up or whatever. And she called me back. Cause you know, she didn't pick up the phone when I had called and then, she, you know, let me just get right to it. Um, a family member is going through something and I am wondering if you know any resources in this particular area. And so if somebody, you know, hear your story, um, the only way they're going to hear is if you share it. Right. You know, so whether you share it in, in a written form and, um, or on a podcast, you know, they may not, they may not know. They might feel like you, I'm just out there by myself.
0: Right. And my question to you, because like, I understand somebody hitting you up and asking, you know, like for resources for a family member, but how do mm-hmm. you, as, as some as somebody that is bipolar, like how how would you want somebody to approach you? Like if some if let's say I had somebody I thought that could possibly be like, how would you even approach that? You know what I mean? Or how would you want to be approached?
1: Like if we just having you know if, if somebody is like they they just want to have a conversation, they're not in crisis. Um, we can talk, you know, yeah. but well, I had a challenge that I said I was going to start. Um, I'm not going to be giving any unsolicited advice, you know, just, to people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I'm not even so much here, but just I have a like part of me is like, yo, you should write a book. You should write a book. Right. And, but when you and I and I say it because I, I think about somebody's story, I'm like, yo, you telling me your story, and I'm listening to your story. I'm fascinated by it, and if I'm fascinated, I'm just—I'm not. There's nothing special about me, but if I'm fascinated by it, I can imagine somebody else would be would find your story intriguing. So I, I would say this to this, this um, one of my followers or whatever. Um, and the reason I said I would stop saying it is because uh, I had recently interviewed him, and after the interview, she was like, "Yo, when I think about it." You know, you say write this book, but I'm afraid to go into the closet because when I start pulling stuff out. I'm afraid of what else is going to come out of there. When you sit down, and you start writing. Um, whether I don't care if you write good, well or not, but when you start think th- thinking about what you're going to put down on paper, the stories and it may it may stir up some stuff that's in it that you may not be prepared to deal with. So I'm like, yo, I don't want somebody. I'm telling somebody to write a book, you know. I don't know if what traumatic stuff they've got going on. Um, so I'm gonna say you might have you considered, I don't know, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be giving out just yo, you should do this, you should do that, whatever. But if you're having a conversation about it, yeah. Right. And and I guess
0: I guess I look at it from the stance of like, you know, if you have close relationships with people and if if it's affecting your relationship with someone, like what is the approach? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I mean if you as far as dealing with uh like
0: maybe a family member or a close friend. Or- well, my
1: family, my family knows. Right. Yeah. Um, and any if I'm if I'm in a relationship with with someone or whatever, I let them know because they need okay. to know what they at this stage, you know, in my life or whatever. And if, you need to know what you what you're getting into. Right. You don't want to you don't want to. Um. You don't want to start a relationship and then, oh, by the way, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pre-existing, you know, like, yo. I got a lemon, you know, especially. <laughs> I didn't know he's yeah, if I don't know that, yo, you you want people to know. So yeah, you, you're about being up front, let them know what they're getting into. Um, because it it, it I, I didn't sign up for that. And that's cool, that's real. And then that way somebody can decide what what they want to do. You yeah. know, rather than you you spring something on on someone, you know, like y'all ain't never been together and then. Night of the wedding, you you come out and you take off your leg, and it's like, <laughs> wish he got no leg. <laughs> if I <don't> know <laughs> yo, how you gonna tell me. I mean, it's just it's it's it, it, that might be a bit extreme, and, and I hope that's not offensive to your listeners. But people need to know. Just be honest with people, man. I think if people know that um, there's there's and it doesn't mean like there's something wrong with you, just you just need to know because then it, it will help put things in perspective for them. Oh, oh, okay. They might be able to assist you in, in, in realizing, oh, you know, you, they start to see patterns, you know? And yeah. so it's just, it's just, it will just help. You know? Man,
0: I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. Cause like, you know, like, I I feel like you definitely shared a lot and it's making me think about things like just, like, you know, you started with Kanye and seeing somebody like Kanye that is labeled bipolar and the extremes of that, like somebody that, that's not at that level may not think that, that they are, you know what I mean? So it's cool to have have you here. And I also mm-hmm. wanted to ask you like, what does your, your self-care plan look like? Like what, cause I know you mentioned self-care, but like, what does yours look like? What's your routine?
1: Man, my, um, I know when I'm like, if I, I I run. I know if I don't go out for a run, I start to, you know, after I miss one or two days or whatever, after a while, then it, it really, it, you feel the difference. Even if you're not a, even if you don't have, um, you know, you're a marathon or a triathlete, or this is a habit, this is a routine that you've, you've been accustomed to doing, you know, then you stop, you know, it's like, oh man, you start feeling guilty or you get out. There are times I might get out and um, I'm in the car and I see somebody running. I'm like, I should have went for a run. You know, it's just the whole idea of, of, of goals and, um, and setting goals for you, for yourself. And then working towards those goals, you know, um, those, 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 you know, weekend warrior, athletic, you know, (laughs) Amateur goals or whatever you want to call them or whatever. So it just keeps you, it helps to keep you focused. You have a routine. Yeah. You have a release for, for, for the stress. You got a place to kind of put that, um, I spend time, uh, whether it's reading or listening to a, um, a podcast or, or a book on tape, um, just staying knowledgeable and just staying connected with, with people, you know, um, you, there's times I take time with myself, you know, writing helps me just kind of like, like, like focus or, or just be, you know, be at ease, you know, resting, like I said, is, is, is important. I think that's underrated, but that's a part of, um, that's a part of the recovery. If you, if you're training, you know, whether it's for a marathon or a triathlon or you're, you you um, you're trying to perform at a high, you need, you're going to need some rest. You're going yeah. to need time to recover because you're, you, we're not made to stay up 24 hours, you know, seven days a week. You can't, you can't do that. You might be able to pull an all an nighter once or twice, but trying to function at that level, as you go higher, you, you're you going to become irritable. It's going to start to show you, it's go, it, you're not made. We're not made to do that. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you make. You need you need rest. You're gonna need you're gonna need some time to um to think. They was talking about like Jeff Bezos and um and Bill Gates. They said they wash the dishes. They find peace in washing the dishes. You know, I so I like I had um because I had um associated the 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 manic episode with a state, right? Um, when I came back, I started sewing. I hadn't sewn in um, like since like back like the nineties. Wow! Because it, you know I used to make bow ties and and I stopped sewing. But there's so much. There's something about the, the you know the creativity that goes into it. Seeing a garment or seeing some a pattern of fabric, and then saying, hmm. I could see that with this and you put it together and then you design you're creating. It's, it's this, there's something fulfilling and rewarding about that. You know, I was just listening to a, um, a a podcast, not a podcast, a book, Grit, um, Duckworth is the author. Okay. And she was talking about this, this Potter, uh, this guy, this family wife, they used to, they were dabbling and doing other things. And then they focused on just making pottery. And because they they continue to kind of focus on it, they got better, you know. And they you know, they were doing other things, and they they just they just kind of honed in on doing the pottery, and they really excelled. And they spent the better half of their life just making pots, doing something they enjoy, you know. Wow. And so it, it's 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 not something like you know natural talent, you know. It's it's your 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 skill, you know, plus the time and the effort that's going to, you know, add up to, to achievement. It's not, so, you got to work at it. You got to work at it, you know, and I just not that. give up. And, and, you know, and do you, you just don't, you just don't give up, you know, and, and you're, you're, what you're doing is, 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 I think it's incredible, man, because you're sharing and giving people an opportunity to, in a space to share. And then you find out something like, he was like, yo, anchor, yo, listen, they, um, they they're looking for black voices you should you know this is what you do do x y and z and that that that's most people don't share you know and i don't like i i don't mind sharing you know i i I was going through my 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 feed my ig feed you know went to the, the explore page there's this reel at the top and this sister is doing. She's like sharing this, this, this ghosting feature. And I'm like, yo, she's, she's most people like don't, they don't, they don't trade. They don't share trade secrets. It's like, yo, this is, this is just for me. I ain't trying to, but I I went to a whole page. I'm like, yo, she's got a whole list of things, but she's just sharing. She's just giving, you know, that's you're helping. You're adding value to people. I'm like, yo, she's on something else. Yeah, You know, it's just, that's just, that's, you attract you're gonna attract a certain type of person to your page to your content because they they might not see this yo you are adding value and so by adding value you wind up you know like doing this holding on to this yeah you can hold on to what you got but you ain't gonna be able to get nothing else in your hand because right you, <laughs> you don't want you you ain't you ain't trying to be open you're just trying you know guarding protecting like it it it's not it's not trade, it's not like you know, it's not a patent.
0: Yeah. Man, <laughs> what I what I realized for me, like what's for me is for me, and can't nobody take that. So I don't mind yeah. sharing the resources I have because you know, I'm a, I'm gonna get what's for me.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I'm I'm excited about it, man. They got this thing called um reverse, reverse mentoring, man. And I'm like, I've always I tried to stay, you know abreast of the technology or or just what's out there and and see young people doing something and just like yo applaud them man you know um stay connected you know it's not a it's not a strategy i mean in some places they they use it as like a strategy to help them like it's it's like a cycle you know i've got this thing that i've that i've been thinking about like iMac, help people iMac their lives, you know, identify their purpose, maximize their potential, accelerate the growth, and then continue the cycle. I see it as, like, you, you connect with somebody, and then you're sharing it with, with someone else. Like, I can't say I'm originating that, but I just like iMac. I just like, you know, you do some different with these acronyms. But the, the idea is you should have someone above you that, that you're connected to. Right. Right. And you should have somebody that's on your level, aspiring to go somewhere that you can that you can connect to, they that they that you're vibing with, so you're not alone. You're not traveling this road by yourself. And then there's somebody that you're reaching out to, and 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 they look up to you, and that's how you keep it going. Like when you get it, I got it. I never forget. This teacher told me, I got mine. You got to get yours. I'm like, that don't make any sense. <laughs> you got your degree. I got mine. You got to get yours. I hear what you're saying, but. To me, that just the way my mind that that, that's stupid. And you got your degree. That you should get a (laughs) refund. (laughs) Because that don't make any sense to me. As a kid, I'm in high school. I'm like, that is that's 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 selfish. Yeah. That's what I that's what I walked away from that conversation with is that selfish. I don't want to be like that.
0: Yeah, I've I've Mm -hmm. run across people in my journey that have told me that they had it hard. So you know, I have to go through the, the quote unquote struggle as well. And for me, I'm looking at it like, man, I the things that I've struggled with that I've gone through, I don't want somebody to, not to say that somebody won't go through these, but if I could give you some tools to make it a little easier for you, I'm going to give them to you.
1: Yeah. Why not? Why not? Like during the pandemic, right? I'm sitting up there, the early stages of it. I'm like, okay, let me, Um, I, I binge watched Ozark and then, you know, you got ice cream or whatever. I'm going in and I'm like, okay, wait a second. This is, this, this is good. I can't, I can't keep this pace up. I got to make a decision. So I'm looking at masterclass and I download masterclass, right? First class I take, um, I don't even watch her shows. I wasn't even watching her shows at the time. Um, Shonda Rhimes, right? So I'm going through and I'm looking at her, her masterclass. I'm like, yo, yo, she's really, she's really given. But she yeah. said, um, I'm at the stage now in my career where I want to spend time developing the next, the next generation. And you could tell within her content, yo, she's got workbooks. She's got classes. She's got the way that she's just going through the material. She just loves to share and give. You can tell it. That's just part of who she is. Like I watched Spike Lee's and I'm like, like he's just sitting out shooting this shit to me. You know what I mean? It's just, it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you, it, I got, but I got more out of she. She's just, she's just on a different level, you know. Yeah. It's just, and so now I'm like, I maybe this is how I learned, you know. Vivid examples. She gave this example about how she compared running to um, writing, and you know, she said, if you don't run every day, running is hard, but the yeah. more you do it, the easier it gets. So now, because I'm a runner she had me at running, you know? And she started talking about, you know, she sit down and she writes, and, you know, sometimes she she's like going on this long haul, there's candy, there's all these distractions, there's Idris Elba. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be distracted by Idris Elba, so I'm going <laughs> to But she's distracted by Idris. And then she says she sits down. Now, the more she does it, she gets to that place, she has music on, and she writes, and she comes up with these incredible stories. And I just think that there are people that have... So many different incredible stories within them, but if we don't make it safe for them to share them, it'll never happen. You know, you got to make it safe for people, safe for people to be able to share share stuff. And I wanted, to, that's why I, I admire what you're doing to be able to say, this is this is who I am. You know, and you decide what you want to do, but I'm good with me. You know, and, and 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 I think people respect that man, and so it is. It's encouraging. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I appreciate that. Um, before we get out of here, I got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. What is one piece of advice or a life lesson that you could share with the listeners?
1: Forgive early and often. It's it's, it's liberating. It's not for um, it's not for the person that that wronged you is um it's for you because when you it can lock you into not receiving you know it it can lock you into just being stuck get hard like i'm i ain't i ain't doing this stubborn pride kind of sets in and and then it it, it becomes like and it's just not it's just not pride, it becomes then guilt and shame. They they start it's it's like a WrestleMania in your head, man. They start double teaming, tagging you, and you're like, wait a second, what's going on? You know, sometimes you just need to take the take the count, man. Take the count. Okay, I got hurt. I was in the right, they were wrong, I got hurt. Let me just suck it up. You know what? I forgive you. And not just in words, but just like I forget. Why am I doing this? Because if not, you will carry that with you. And it's gonna, it's gonna they, meanwhile, they've been on about their life. Yeah. But you stuck yeah. right there, like just like I ain't I don't understand. Like you could you could have to right away. And I think what what clicked it hearing it, this, this example is examples like yo, you could you could be right. And you could be dead right. You could have you could have the light. Is it? There's a a Mack truck coming. You got the light. Go ahead out there and, and cross. You are going to be flattened. You know. Sometimes just you know what, it's not worth it. You ain't got to be. In, you you don't have to. You know to to RSVP every argument. You ain't got to win every argument. You know. Sometimes it's just. I forgive you. You know what? You're right. And just it, for your own peace of mind, like peace of peace of mind right now, yo, it's, it's as precious. Yeah. It's precious just to be able to, to be at peace. Like, yo, I, forgiving because, because of like forgiving, like I just seeing that lesson through my children, like, cause pride will get you get you to feeling like you you just you deserving of something and you know pride is the, the two faces of it, man. You know, pride could drive you, you know, get you like you do a good job and then pride could drive you in a ditch. It get the best of you. Start feeling like you deserve this and nobody, you know, like you can't tell. You know, you get you get off into something else and now you're not in control. You know, it's you in the passenger seat and you just on automatic and it's driving you and you not, you know, you feel better about yourself. We feel better about ourselves when we are in control and you're in control when you're not responding to to what somebody else did or is doing to you or has done to you, man. It's just liberating, man. It's freedom. Yeah. Yeah, So forgive early and often, man. Just you save yourself a lot of time, grief, heartache. You know, people say, "Yo, how old are you?" I'm like 54. Um, You save yourself some some grief. Part of it is genes, man. But I wish I had a supplement I could sell somebody. I, I ain't got no. I don't have any pills, or anything to sell. Somebody. <laughs> peace, man, just be at peace, forgive early and often, man. It'll it will it will save you some heartache.
0: That's real, man. Sure. Where can the people find you?
1: Um, behind the wheel podcast on, uh, Instagram. It's, uh, you can find me behind the wheel podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah. Twitter runner for life. Um, if you go to my, 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 go to Instagram and just look, look on the link tree and you'll, you'll see all all, all the connections and stuff there, man. But, um, it's a pleasure, man. I, I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, uh, man, I like I what you're doing.
0: I appreciate that. And I appreciate you so much for being on the show.
1: Yeah, he I got his branded that. content. Yo. He, he, <laughs> share, he <laughs> ain't show y'all again, man. Show, show him again, man. So what I see, see the art of letting go. Yeah, I usually tell people they should write a book, but I said, I'm not doing that, man. But that's the title right there, boy.
0: I appreciate that. I, and you know what? I'm going to take that into strong consideration. I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you'd be giving speeches and you know
0: that's right nothing wrong with that man yeah man derek thank you so much for coming on thank y'all for listening this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go
1: peace peace
0: thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the art of letting go if you like what you heard please be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a comment let us know what you think let other people know what you think as well If you want to get in touch with us hit us up on all social media at the art of letting go podcast also you can send me an email the art of letting go podcast at gmail.com or give us a call leave a message we might play it on the show 213-394-2773 also if you would like to support the art of letting go we got some really cool merch as well as we're now on patreon you can find us the art of letting go podcast subscribe to us thank you guys for listening this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go